John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever should believe in him shall not perish, but should have everlasting life. Romans 4.25 will be the text for this morning. And Romans 4.25 will equally be the text for Resurrection Lord's Day on Sunday. We will look at the first part of Romans 4.25 together on Good Friday. The part of the verse that says, He, Christ, who was delivered up because of our transgressions. And the second part of Romans 4.25 will be our Resurrection Lord's Day focus, namely, and was raised because of our justification. I need to pray with you at this time. Father of all glory, we ask that the Holy Spirit would help us now to properly understand and to practically apply the truth of He Christ, who was delivered up because of our transgressions. Father, we want and need to better see our rebellions in your justice. We ask for these things in the crucified Lord Jesus' name. Amen. We have two points to see this morning, this Good Friday morning, and the first point is rebellion. Rebellion. You do realize that we are rebels. By nature, we are rebels. We are transgressors. It's in our DNA. We transgress God's laws. And it is our transgressions which made it necessary for God to make big sacrifices within the Godhead. The triune God made big sacrifices because of our transgressions. Really, it's this simple. If we had no transgressions, then the Lord Jesus would not have been delivered up to the cross to die. But of course, all of us do have transgressions. In fact, plenty of them. For Romans 3, 23 is clear. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so this truth makes Romans 4, 25a real, very real. He, Christ, was delivered up because of our transgressions. Perhaps a definition of transgression would help. Transgression is overstepping or crossing over or deviating from the line which is God's holy law. Transgression is the overstepping or the crossing over or the deviating from the line of God's law. All of us overstep the line of God's law. All of us cross over the line of God's commandments. All of us deviate from the line of God's rules. All of us. If you doubt this, 1 John 1, 8 
If we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. If you doubt that you are a transgressor by comparing yourself perhaps to persons you think are big transgressors, James 2 verse 10, whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point has become guilty of all. Our God has very high standards. It makes sense that he does because our God is high and our God is lifted up and there is none like unto him. And so, it is established, I presume, that the Lord Jesus Christ was delivered up to the cross precisely and certainly because of our transgressions. Again, Romans 4, 25, part A. He, Christ, who was delivered up because of our transgressions. We could say, because of our rebellion. Our rebellion. And our first point of two this morning is rebellion. Now we move on, still in the half verse of Romans 4, 25a, we move on to our second point. And our second point is justice. Justice. There are two very key words I want us to see in the half verse of Romans 4, 25a, and the two words are delivered up. Delivered up. He, Christ, who was delivered up. Of course, inasmuch as our Lord Jesus was nailed to the cross while the cross was flat on the ground, and then that cross was lifted up, dropped into a hole in the ground, and that, so far as that is what happened, quite literally, our Savior was delivered up simply by being crucified. But when you dig into the English translated word delivered, you find out that a certain New Testament Greek word is behind it. And this particular New Testament Greek word that is behind delivered in this half verse, this particular Greek word means to be handed over to justice. To be handed over to justice. We could accurately say, therefore, more precisely, on the cross, our Savior was handed over to the one and only just judge, the Heavenly Father. And so now I invite you to watch this with me. When the Lord Jesus Christ made the supreme love offering of himself on the cross, he was delivered up to God the Father's justice. He was delivered up to experience the just wrath which was aimed at all of our transgressions, which he on the cross carried upon himself. And so we see 
as we unpack a few things in this half verse, that a lot was included in Christ Jesus being delivered up. Our transgressions. God the Father's just wrath. God the Son's payment for those transgressions with his precious blood. God's justice as executed on Jesus. Let me interject with 1 John 1, 9, one of our most beloved verses, I believe. If we confess our sins, he, God the Father, is faithful and just because his justice poured out wrath on his son who died in our places as transgressors. Yes, a whole lot is wrapped into this concept of Christ being delivered up, handed over to the just judge. Our transgressions. God the Father's judgment wrath. God the Son's payment of his precious blood. God's justice executed on Jesus and God's mercy and grace provided to we who will believe. He, Christ, who was delivered up because of our transgressions, rebellion, justice. You know, it's important for us to understand that transgression must be paid for. God does not turn his back or wink at transgression. It must be paid for. Holy God does not grade on the curve when it comes to transgression. Transgression is transgression is transgression, crossing God's line of his law. And we're all transgressors. It's very important this morning, after we acknowledge that transgression must be paid for, to understand that there are only two possible ways to pay for one's transgressions. The first way to pay for one's own transgressions is by one's own forever torture in hell. That'll pay for them. Or by Christ's substitutionary atonement that will also pay for your transgressions. And so to simplify this Good Friday morning, your sins must be paid for and God only accepts two kinds of payment, hell or Good Friday. Hell or the cross. Hell or Christ's blood. And so I humbly but unapologetically ask you, which payment plan are you choosing to be on? Hell or the cross? I'll circle back to that question later in this Good Friday worship gathering. As I close now, I want to turn 
the true Christians who are here today, and that's the majority to be sure. I want to turn to us. And I want us to think about something. There are two very common adages or sayings. I think you all would know them. Familiarity breeds contempt, and out of sight, out of mind. Familiarity breeds contempt, and out of sight, out of mind. For believers in Jesus, it is possible for us to get too casual about the cross. To take the cross for granted. To sing about the cross with distraction and flippancy. To fail to bear the cross that we are called to bear daily. To reduce the cross to t-shirt or jewelry. To forget the cross until the Lord's Supper comes around again. Familiarity can breed contempt. There is another saying. It is a saying, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. The problem with all of us, whether we are saved or lost, is this. At the moment, hell is invisible. And that's a problem. Whether we're saved and being spared it, or whether we're not saved and we're going there, the fact that hell currently is invisible is a problem. And because hell is currently invisible, accordingly, it is possible for a genuine Christian to miss the weight of hell for unbelievers, to joke about hell, to believe the nonsense spoken over the caskets of known Christ rejectors, he's in a better place. No, he isn't. She's an angel now. No, she isn't. It is possible for real believers like us to fail to weep over someone who is lost in sin. When was the last time in your prayer closet that you prayed for a lost person to be born again? And in so doing, did you weep? Because out of sight can often be out of mind, we who know Christ by faith can give little to no thought about a hell there is to avoid for our neighbor or our boss or our coworker or our grandchild or our spouse. Because out of sight can be out of mind with respect to hell, we can daily live as though rescue the perishing is only something we sentimentally sing in a hymn book. And with respect to hell, to have out of sight, out of mind, is to believe in John 14, 6, but to go silent about the gospel as if Jesus didn't mean John 14, 6. I am the way, Jesus said, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father 
but by me. There's no purgatory. There is heaven and hell. May hell never be out of sight to become out of our mind. I confess to you this morning as your pastor that with the hymn writer, I desperately need to regularly sing to myself, near the cross, O Lamb of God, bring its scenes before me. Help me walk from day to day with its shadows o'er me. In the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever till my raptured soul shall find rest beyond the river. Maybe you need to sing that as I do. Near the cross, bring its scenes before me. Good Friday, rebellion and justice, hell or the cross, familiarity can breed contempt, out of sight can become out of mind, Romans 4, 25a. He, Christ, who was raised up because of our transgressions. Change us, Lord. Where there is need, change us. Pray with me. Loving Father, the rebellion is all ours. The justice is all yours. Your justice is is fully met in your son. He is our savior by faith. Father God, you are the just judge. We praise you for putting our sentence onto your son. And Lord Jesus, thank you for being willing to carry our transgressions and to be tortured on the cross for us and to allow your blood to be shed to wash away our sins, which are many. And Lord Jesus, we would be mindful of you and your cross. We would be thankful for you and your cross. We would be centered in you and in your cross. We would be transformed by you and by your cross. We would be obedient to you and your cross. We would be ambassadors for you and your cross. And we would glory in you and in your cross. You have been most gracious today to show us both our rebellion and your justice. May we not be the same, Heavenly Father. May we be all that the cross has made us to be as believer followers of the Lord Jesus. 
Father, we pray these things in the name and for the sake of our crucified Savior, and his precious name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.